0: Hello, everybody. Hey, uh. Hey, it's Daphne. And Velma. And we're here. We skipped last week. Sorry about that, folks. And, and st- should we have told everybody? Maybe, I probably should have posted I thought it on my Instagram. Oh, that yeah, that would probably work. I thought about briefly, like, making a little sound bite, uploading it and yeah. being like, sorry, we're not here this week. <laughs> Leave a message after right the beep. Beep. Oh, that would have been funny. Yeah, that would have been funny. Darn. Be fun. This last week. Oh, I've been on Facebook more.
1: So Oh. Except our link on Facebook is not stir the pot underscore
0: pod. Right. I don't think I could ever figure out how to yeah, do that. Yeah, it's stir the
1: pot dot DV because you can't do underscore.
0: Oh so lame. I know super lame. Lame, lame, lame. Well, you having a good day? I'm about to as soon as I can get this right. One, but... <laughs> I've been having a hard time with mine too the last couple of days. But we are uh we're going to jump right into this episode. We've both kind of had a non-eventful couple days. Yep. Uh we did just both get tattooed today, so that we was did. super fun. Thank you, Alyssa. Yeah, thank you Oaken Ember. Yeah, Alyssa at Oaken Ember is awesome. Mm-hmm. I got a tattoo that I have been waiting to get since I was 16. And I got an
1: impulse one from her apprentice. Yes. <laughs> Which she's going to be going by Spirit Ink. Cute. And so follow her, Spirit Ink. I got, hers was a beautiful flower tattoo. we will post a picture.
0: all over my wrist and my hand. What's Alyssa's at? Alyssa.tattoos, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. We'll tag them. She's adorable. It was awesome.
1: And uh, today, I think you guys remember last week. Oh yeah,
0: we've run out of our advent calendar and I've been doing a big lead up for this, yeah, because I'm excited
1: about this. Do you want to tell everybody what our new yes, weekly thing will be?
0: I will. So, I have been a vegetarian my whole life, for the most part. In 2019, I started eating like chicken nuggets here and there. But for how old am I? How old was I in 2019? <laughs> 25. Mm-hmm. I for 25 years I literally never ate meat. And so I'm still pretty much on the no-meat train. And our new weekly thing is freaking... Humanoid and exotic (laughs) snack sticks. Beef jerky made out of cryptids. Cryptids made into jerky. Cryptids made into jerky. Cryptid jerky. Cryptid jerky. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be beef jerky because it's not beef.
1: Not all of them are beef. Um, Not all all of them. them. (laughs) Some of them are very different, but uh, the name of this is called Mythical Meats. Great, and uh, I want I want you guys to know I'm not pushing her into this. Wrong, you were wrong. To this. I agreed to it
0: once, and then and I bought. you did not release me from it <laughs> because I bought the bags of them and they well, expensive. You could do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. yeah. I hear you. Okay. But I'm gonna take little tiny bites. So we're gonna see what we get today. Shaking up the There's, hat. There's, uh, I believe,
1: 24 different. Hold on, let me see how many. Great, 24 weeks of torture. Uh huh. I'm excited. Let me see how many? how many. How many? How many? How many? How many? How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, oh, nine, I know, nine, nine, I know
0: nine. something funny. Yeah. Uh, I went out of town this weekend, and Velma watched my house, and oh, put, put, put pictures of herself. Literally all over my house, so like 70 pictures, and i found <laughs> maybe like 20 of them so far.
1: So what happened was, is I was watching the house, and I noticed there
0: were no pictures of me and you. I don't have, just to be clear, I don't have pictures of hardly anybody. I've got like three pictures on my fridge that I've had on my fridge for, for like 10 years, and then I have, I think, three framed pictures, and they're all of me and like my... Grandparents, right?
1: But like, to be fair, there's really not even any pictures of you and Fred.
0: Yeah, there's one picture of me and Fred up, and it's in my bathroom,
1: and it's the size of your bathroom. But yeah,
0: that was a, that was one of the accidental huge ones. So I was
1: uh I was really s- stoned, if you will, and I was sitting there and I realized that there were no pictures of me, and I was kind of sad, and so I was like,
0: you <laughs> know what, sad. I'm gonna
1: fix this problem for them. So I printed out seventy pictures. And I put them all over their house. We're going to see how long it takes them to find them all. I'm guessing at least six months. Minimum. So, she just found one of the ones that I put in this room, like, right before we started. Oh my gosh, I just found
0: another one. Oh my gosh. Literally, real time, folks. Real time, folks. I just looked behind me. And saw another one and it is Velma and her dad. <laughs> With my dad having a
1: shirt that says, My oh, favorite yeah. wait, my favorite stoner calls
0: me dad. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. That was amazing. That you just witnessed Discovery. How do you feel? <laughs> it
1: makes me really happy.
0: That was awesome.
1: Okay, so let's let's get to our mythical meats. I know you're trying to distract me.
0: Oh god.
1: Pick a meat. Who is it? What is it?
0: Chimera. Ooh. This better you... not be spicy.
1: <laughs> mm, you can handle more spice than I can, to be fair. Oh, yeah. I so, forgot I forget about that. Yeah, so this is a Chimera. Do you know what a Chimera is? Um,
0: no. I am looking it up myself. <laughs> Neither does Bella. Yep. The yep. only thing I can think of for Chimera is, I think, from a Supernatural episode, or, and or from Teen Wolf. Did you ever watch Teen Wolf? Yeah.
1: I did not watch Teen Wolf, but I know what you're talking about because I watched like, stuff, well, like, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, Chimera, ancient Greek, is a monstrous, fire-breathing, hybrid creature composed of different animal parts, usually depicted as a lion with the head of a goat protruding from its back. Okay. And a tail that might end in a snake's head.
0: Right on. This is not what the Chimera is on either of the shows that I Mm -hmm. just mentioned. (laughs) And it says its siblings are the Hydra
1: and the Cerberus.
0: Love that for them. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were um, brothers and sisters. And its
1: offspring is the Nemean Lion and the Sphinx.
0: Oh. So let's see what what they taste like. Let's see what they taste like. I could vomit right this second. I'm sure it's not that bad. Do you want me to take the first bite? No. Oh my god, it's disgusting! I cannot believe I'm doing this.
1: Oh gosh! You can
0: do anything you put your mind
1: too. Uh, you gotta get the meat. You can't get I know. Skin, the
0: skin. Can I break a piece off? Yeah. I'm, I Oh god, it broke. So gross. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you want to do it at the same time? Oh god, it looks like cat food, you guys. I'm so it sorry. It does not look. I'm, it looks uh, like a slim jim. All yeah, right. It does look. Oh god, this is just. You ready? I'm being so dramatic, wanna but do it I'm at the same actually time? not. Yeah. Uh, I literally can't. I can't do that. Oh, I got them. I really can't. <laughs>
1: I don't want to give my review until you've mm-hmm. taken a bite. I can do it. It's just going to take me a minute. <laughs> You're
0: fine. I got you. Beep beep. If you really can't do it.
1: No, care. I can do it. I can do it. Like if you really can't do it, please don't throw up. I won't throw up. Okay. I'm taking another bite. Like it's not bad. It does have a slight kick, but I can handle it. (laughs) pointing
0: that thing at me. (laughs) It waggles like a tail. Oh, man. It's very bouncy. I wish I could make it this smaller. Oh, that is vile. Velma. What if I swallow it whole? I just need (laughs) you to taste it. Next time I need to bring a chaser up here. So how was it? awful. It was not good Does at it? all. Yeah. I don't really love the texture. The texture's a little cat Yeah, food-ish. the texture is a... Pr- I think the texture is my main problem. Yeah.
1: This is not the normal texture of a Slim Jim.
0: No, and I was a fully sl- anticipating a Slim Jim. A, a Have you had a Slim Jim? No, but I know what they look like, mm-hmm. and I've handled them before.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're... It's a little bit softer, like weeble wobbly. It's like hard
0: on the outside... Uh, squishy on the inside but
1: like not the same kind of like squishy as a slim jim right um i think it's because of what the chimera chimera is (laughs) and so if you would like to know what is in the chimera for realsies for realsies (laughs) we'll tell you at the end of the show Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm probably gonna finish it go go ahead girl no judgment. I just, I just don't, don't just like the can't. texture. It's got a little bit of chewiness in it. Yeah. It's a little bit spicy, and then it's kind of got, like, almost a... I don't want to say powdery aftertaste, but I want to say powdery, like, after texture.
0: It Yeah, it tastes like jerky. Negative. No?
1: No. What I don't it? think tastes like jerky. Is um, it, like,
0: smoky flavored? No. Barbecue kind of gamey oh god I don't know what that means so like
1: hold on <laughs> should we just say what that it's in it now yeah might and as well cut that out and actually or we could so, just leave it and it would be funny right okay we're learning as we go yeah <laughs> so what is actually in the chimera oh gamey most people refer to deer as gamey oh
0: so it's venison uh-huh.
1: So it's venison,
0: fire, and beef. Okay. Fire? Mm-hmm.
1: What do you I mean? I mean, just spicy.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have had venison once before in a mm-hmm. salad. Within, mm-hmm. yeah, within, I think in like 2020 I had. Mm-hmm. No, in 2019, right after I started eating chicken. hmm I had somebody low-key trick me into eating a venison salad, but it was fine. Right. Mm-hmm. He was like... Try this mystery meat. <laughs> not, mythical uh, meat. Not, not mythical meat? Not mythical meat. Yeah, it's isn't too bad. I don't love it. Yeah. It's a little chewy. I wish it was, I wish it was what I think the texture of beef jerky mm-hmm. is, because mm-hmm. then I think I could eat it 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and here's the thing is, um, all of these, if you looked at them, I don't know if you did when I took them uh-uh. out, they all look a little different, so oh, not all of them are so like this. so there
0: could be hope. One that you might
1: like. Yeah, okay, so like one. Just so you can see. These are all made with, like, different stuff. Of course, the ones I grabbed don't look different at all.
0: <laughs> no, they <It's> don't. All... <laughs> they They sure do. Hold on. Oh, there's some wild shit in here, though, homie. I know. See? Here
1: we go. Jeez. I'm not nuts. That one looks like it's going to be Yikes. spicy.
0: I don't know, they're all pretty squishy. Well,
1: I mean, it is. Slim Jims.
0: Oh, these are really light. Look at all these. See, these are all different. Yeah.
1: Yep. So, this is going to be the
0: next 20 weeks. This is like my version of Saw.
1: (laughs) You crack me up. Well, after this, you can pick what we do. Okay,
0: I gotta start thinking of things that you hate to do. <laughs> There's not many. I know. I ain't curvy because I'm picky. Oh my gosh. Okay, anyways. We will not be eating something again. Oh, I'm That's sure.
1: for fucking sure. I'm sure.
0: Wow, I did not expect that to be that difficult to put in my mouth.
1: <laughs> she? Did you ever see 40-year-old virgin?
0: Virgin? I, eat once. She was a hoe. For show. Oh my god. Okay, we're going to... Move on now from that horror show. Wait till next week. We'll see what we have next it's week. It's going to be just as bad.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where's, where's my button? Yep.
0: That's how I feel right now. Actually, I feel like this. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> okay. And mine is... <laughs> Oh, the uncomfortably long sound laugh. Wow. It never stops. I've said that very stupidly. <laughs>
1: it's okay. My language this whole week, because I think that I'm all off kilter, has been like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Like
0: Sims. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: So, do you want to do the sum up from last week, or do you want me to do it? You do it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so aggressive. Sorry. (laughs) Her eyebrows went, you do it! Right, I got you. I just thought
0: that would be a really good idea.
1: No, so let me see. Okay, we're talking about the Vatican girl. Yep. Emanuela Miranda. Orlandi.
0: (laughs) Yep, Orlandi. Orlandi. Orlandi.
1: Okay. I keep, whenever you said Emanuela, I keep thinking of Lynn.
0: Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I'm on like a Hamilton (coughs) kick right now on top (laughs) of it. So like, I digress.
0: Emanuela. Oh, I digress. <laughs> no, that, mine doesn't count. Yes. So I was making fun of yours. Anyways. Shout out to my brother and sister, though. Yeah. Hi, guys. We literally just talked to you guys on the phone. That was the first this. time I would really chatted with them. I know. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. I love them. Yeah. They're, they're great. They're awesome. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yep. They're 10,000 leagues away, unfortunately. I know. They're so much cooler than you. Yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> Wait till you meet my little sister. Wait till you meet my little sister. Holy crap. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> They're our biggest fans. I know. It makes me so happy. I know. Our first um, clothing merch that we release will be their design.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. They just sent us a picture and it's super it's cute. Awesome. Okay. Recap. Emmanuel Emanuela. Or Landy. You're...
0: <laughs> you're making it hard for me to say. I know. Too. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um... Nope. Oh. Emanuela. Uh Morandi. <laughs> no. <laughs> had a flute lesson. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's coming home from the flute lesson and she goes bye-bye. She disappears. Yes. With the flute.
0: Correct. Somebody
1: had brought up Avon, the makeup.
0: Yep, a man she she Maybe I should do a little recap. <laughs> Please do. Here, look, I'll, I'll even skim my notes so I don't start talking about nonsense.
1: Wow, we covered were, a
0: lot yeah. last week. The police were two stupid. two weeks ago. Yep. And didn't and help. That rema- well, we'll kind of... Yeah. That's part of the intrigue. Like, mm-hmm. why were they so useless? Other than the fact that they're Italian. No offense. And she's from the Vatican. <clears throat> yes, she's from the Vatican State. So she... Emanuela, she's like a teenager... She's gone to a flute lesson by herself. She calls from her music school, says, "Hey, that's in Rome." Yes. Just I don't know why. Just outside. Yeah, the Vatican State is inside the city of Rome.
1: Right, but (laughs) you can be in Rome without being in the Vatican. Correct.
0: Okay. Yes, it's like Washington D.C. Holy Jesus. Okay, let's keep going. It's a lot. So she calls home from her school after her flute lesson and says, "Hey." I just got done with my lesson, but this guy asked if I wanted to help him hand out Avon Mm -hmm. pamphlets or something along those lines. She touches base with her sister and Mm -hmm. her sister's like, okay, whatever. So then her other sister is supposed to meet Mm -hmm. her later that night uh, nearby in Rome at like 730 and Emanuela never shows up. So her, you know, the sister goes home and is like, what's going on? They start looking, Mm -hmm. they report her missing. It's this whole process. Lots of posters. Yep, lots of posters.
1: <laughs> I also posted a map of the area, too, on our Instagram. Oh, you did you?
0: I did not see yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, there's all kinds of different weird things happening with this case. You know, you had the two guys calling, Mario and Pierre Luigi. Oh, yeah, Mario and Luigi! <laughs> yeah! Mario and Luigi, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, quote-unquote, the American calls. Right. And he, like, kind of ends up being the head honcho. All three of these characters are talking about... um a, a... Letting the guy out. Yes, yeah. So they're saying, we have Emanuela, but they're kind of referring to her as... Bada, blah, blah. They're kind of referring to her as... Bada, bada, and they're like, nobody really knows why, whatever. Anyway, um, they didn't, like, release all of these phone calls. So this is just the snippets of information that I've had. And the... Uh, quote unquote kidnappers, are asking for the release of a uh terrorist um Ali. What was his name? Mamet Ali Agcha. Yeah, and he's the individual who shot the Pope three years prior. But the Pope survived. The Pope survived. The pope had he's still the Pope. Oh, he's still the Pope. Yep. Not We're now. Sh- no, right. I was like, <laughs> we just <laughs> got him now, but a couple Holy years. Holy shit! Yeah. No. <laughs> he's been alive forever. <laughs> he's no, no, still no, the no. Pope in the story. Got yes, it. he's yes. Yeah. So. Mamet Aliakcha shoots the Pope three years later. Pope had hope. Pope survives. <laughs> Emmanuel gets kidnapped. The Pope makes that address saying, Hey, like, we hope Immanuala comes home. Like, we hope... What? You said hope twice. Hope with the Pope. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm skipping that part. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got really far last week. I didn't even realize everyone's like shut the fuck up no Daphne we know what's going on no
1: I think recaps are really good but I think you should do it because I don't remember everything
0: yeah me neither (laughs) Uh, so Ali during this time or Ali when he was arrested and like kind of I don't know if it was during this time I know at least Mm -hmm. it was when he was arrested he was saying that like the KGB trained him, it's the Turkish, it's yada yada yada, this Turkish international group, the Grey Wolves, so he's kind of claiming, um, that he's working with all these different people, so that's weird. Um, (laughs) anyway, so the American then sets a deadline, they're, like, getting all these reporters involved, the Italian press is involved, The, the Pope has made several statements, um, and, like, the days kind of go down, it's 12 days to the deadline, Agcha condemns the kidnapping and says, this is wrong, this shouldn't be happening. I
1: find that super interesting. Even though I know he was a bad guy, I still find that super interesting. Yes.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily comes back into play, but it's kind of a thought that, like, maybe these kidnappers are trying to get Agcha so they can silence him because he's blaming all these random people. Yeah. So then, there's three days to the deadline. You know, the American is in contact. They give like proof of life, quote unquote, which is that tape. That's very sketchy, <clears throat> and photocopies of her ID mm. and other such paperwork. Yeah. Um. The one that sounded like an adult film. Or or torture. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's weird. And like, there's like missing information on yeah. it, and da 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 da. There's the garage.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? My friend from Indy yeah. says every time he's listening to the podcast, he laughs when he hears the garage. I'm fucking sure. Because he knows that my face just goes,
0: uh. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> um, too Pope, too Furious. Oh, remember, it goes to the lawyer. Too Pope, too Hope. Too Hopey. Okay. <laughs> the <It's a> lawyer. <laughs> the ba- weird bankruptcy lawyer like starts getting the phone calls rather than the family um yada yada and then the uh <clears throat> the, remember the pope visited the orlando re- uh residence and was like oh whatever blah 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 my condolences are you know just came and talked oh, to yeah. him which is weird mm-hmm. <clears throat> They had that whole situation with the um, girl in Luxembourg that ended up being a false lead. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so now we're many, many years later. It's 2005. The Pope, uh, John Paul II, passes. And a week after he passes a uh, new message is left on an Italian um, news anchor's phone or some reporter's phone saying you can find uh, important information if you go to this basilica where somebody was buried and it was this big mafia boss. Oh. So this reporter, uh, Raffaella Nettoriali, went and found the lover of this mob boss and the woman's name is Sabrina Menardi. Mm -hmm. And we remember she went to her apartment and she like... Gets patted down. She goes in. Gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You guys, our garage, like... Is possessed well, it's, by a demon? It is literally possessed. And you know what's so funny is I have the hardest time with it. And every time I am, like, raging to Fred, like, ah, blah, 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 this garage. He's like, that's so weird. I've, like, never had that problem. Like, he insinuating that's my issue. I'm like, dude, he's like, well, are you standing close to it? Like, is there something in the way? I'm like, my guy? Like, if he says now, you could be like, I've got proof. I've got it on record. No, we, (laughs) yeah, the up and down. Today it was giving me such a hard time and I like woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. So I was, I woke up pissed off (laughs) this morning and everything, my dog threw up. That's so funny because I texted you this morning. I'm like, are you okay? (laughs) Out of nowhere. I know. And I was just like, you're doing all right? I was raging this morning. I I felt better after going to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Lifting a bunch of heavy shit. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, anyway. I digress. (laughs) There you go. So, Sabrina Minardi tells Raffaella about her love story Mm -hmm. with this mafia boss, Enrico DiPettis. And... As I had been saying in the other episode, it took, like, a month of her dating this guy to realize that he was, like, a full-on mafia boss. Yeah. So Sabrina then tells Raffaella about the first night that she saw Emanuela and claims that they took her to Sabrina's parents' house in a small town about an hour outside of Rome and that Emanuela was, like, always locked in the bedroom and, um... Sabrina assumed that she was drugged. Mm-hmm. There was a woman, or Sabrina claims there was a woman uh named Adelaide that would come and take care of Emanuela in whatever way she needed to be taken care of, like I would assume Bathing. administering drugs, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, so feeding yeah, and uh that's scary, uh, yes, very scary. Um, and Sabrina had said that she would hear her like moaning and groaning and stuff like that. So that's weird with the tape, yeah. you know? Um, so she was there for about 10 days. Yeah. So 10 days later, and then <clears throat> Wella is moved to Monte Verde. Uh, that's might not be important. Let's see. So, ten days later, Emanuela's moved to an area called Monte Verde, and then a l- uh, little bit later than that, Sabrina says that she drove Emanuela to the Vatican at night, um, and Emanuela was received by someone who was dressed as a priest. Oh, jeez. Right. Us. What, were they a priest? I don't know. Maybe they were just oh. dressed as a priest, but Sabrina says- it's a priest? I had- A priest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Two peas of pod. Um, oh. Sabrina says I took Emanuela in my vehicle drove her to the Vatican state like into the Vatican state at a gas station there and that Emanuela was under the influence of something she was being drugged and the priest took her into her car and took her into his took Emanuela into to his car, car and drove away and drove away yeah
1: that was last time she saw Emanuela
0: yes okay. um i think so i think so okay. i'm pretty sure um, Sabrina was, you know, obviously not happy with the situation. Um, so she, throughout the whole time, would be upset with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. Dupedis. And she said she remembers one time, or after, after dropping her off mm. to this priest, saying, what the heck is this? Mm. Why, you know, this is horrible. Yeah. And she claims that Dupedis said to her, it's all a game of power. He said, Sabrina, don't you see? It's a game of power. It's all about power. What in doo, the doo, hell? Doo, yeah. Okay. So this reporter, Raffaella, she says mm-hmm. that it was a very believable story. Um, maybe there were some embellishments, but overall she got the impression that is, that this was a mm-hmm. legit situation. Um, the family is shocked. The case is reopened Authorities are skeptical, but they slowly came around to believing Sabrina, and they were also able to corroborate uh, some like locations. Oh, really? Yes, uh, they not like yes. So this they were person here. was telling the truth. This person wasn't. Well, COVID. supposedly, okay. supposedly it was. It's there were some corroborations, Whoa. but it wasn't. There was no like smoking gun. Okay. Like this okay. is what happened. Um, but they like went to these locations, and it was all believable that this had all happened. Um, there was. Uh, I I didn't write all of it down, but there were details that they were able to confirm, and they even found a secret room in the apartment that Emanuela had been in for 10 days. So another quick little snippet here. There was another reporter, also named Rafaela, but spelled differently, and her last name begins with an F. Uh, She got an interview with a previous Mangliana boss, and Mangliana was the... I don't even... I hope I'm saying that right was the um, mob that Di Pettis was the boss of. Right, okay. So Raphael gets a the boss before him. Uh-huh. I think his name's Abatino. Uh-huh. And this guy says that the kidnapping was for money and that the Vatican owed Di Pettis money. So. Okay. I and mean, then we're going to go down a whole other rabbit hole here. So okay. buckle up. Why does the Vatican owe Di Pettis money, right?
1: That was not necessarily my first question, okay. <laughs> what was your first question? <laughs> Why do they think stealing a little girl from the Vatican is going to get the rest of the Vatican to give them money?
0: Uh, to, well, to put pressure on, we'll get in, we'll actually get into that okay. a little bit. Okay. We'll get into that in some ways in okay. a little bit. Or in maybe like an hour or next yeah. episode. Yeah, either or way. Or something. So, there's this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name is Roberto Cavli, I think. I hope I'm saying these right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's the CEO or chairman or something of Banco Ambrosiano, which is one of the largest private banks, like in Italy and farther, I think, but definitely in Italy. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very Catholic bank. It was operated hand in hand with the Vatican. Uh, Oh, it it, uh, (laughs) (laughs) operated. What the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) We're not even fucking. (laughs) It operated very closely with the Vatican Bank. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the Vatican Bank and Banco Ambrosiano or whatever are like besties. Okay. <laughs> In layman's terms. Sister <laughs> banks. <laughs> yeah, sister of the traveling... Pants. Yep. Oh. Bank bag? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. I okay. uh, can't think of anything funny to say right now. <laughs> so, uh, the head of the Vatican Bank is this shady guy who is an American. And he oh, oh, is an American oh. archbishop uh, named Paul Marcinkus. Mario. Nope. Okay. <laughs> but good one. Okay. I was trying to make a connection there. He's just weird. I can't remember why, but every time I read about him, I was like, ew, skeevy. Okay. Um, But he was a strong anti-communist, so. Okay. Okay. Well, Props right. to him for that. Yeah. <laughs> so was the Pope, because the Pope was Polish, remember? Yeah. So there there was a lot of political Yeah. options in this case. That's okay. not the right word. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got what's, you. What's a word that starts with... Uh, Variables. Ah. Political variables in this case, okay. maybe. Yep. Any hue? I get cold. Sorry. I'm freezing, so I don't blame you. No. Okay. So now we're <laughs> going to take another sharp left I turn. <laughs> another sharp left turn here. Okay. There. Have you ever heard of the Fatima Promise? Have you Have you? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Fatima Prophecy? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't either. (laughs) It was supposedly made on May 13th, 1917. And Pope John Paul II was shot May 13th at 1717. O'clock. (laughs) So this prophecy was supposedly made by three kids, two boys and one little girl, and they all three claimed that they were visit. Oh, wait, no, this really happened. This really happened. This prophecy was actually made. I just remembered. So these three kids claimed that they were visited by uh, the Virgin Mary and that she and she told them a pope would be killed unless the Russian Empire was brought back to the church. So, everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's the Pope that needs to bring Russia, the Soviet Union, back to Catholicism. Because he was attempted attempted mm-hmm. to be killed mm-hmm. with the same numbers mm-hmm. going right. on. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, this prompted the Pope and... Uh, I wrote Pope VP here. I don't know what VP stands for other than vice president, but I don't think... Oh, no, JP. I just can't read my handwriting. Pope John Paul.
1: The vice pope. Pope vice president. <laughs> <The> vice pope. <laughs> yeah. Is there a vice pope? No. Okay.
0: Hey. Oh, my lord. That's just a J. I yeah. just write my Js like an idiot. So... <laughs> The, this supposed fulfillment of the Fatima uh-huh. prophecy prophecy uh-huh. dear lord in heaven prompted Pope John Paul Peter Piper picked a pick of Pebble Peppers <laughs> don't do that yourself right <laughs> now Peter Piper picked a pick of Pebble Peppers prompted Pope John Paul second <laughs> and our American Archbishop buddy Marcinkus to secretly send money. Oh yeah! Holy shit! To secretly. <laughs> We're both finding out this information. And like every sentence you have, you have the po
1: po po poo poo. I know. And the next one was ba 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 Then secretly send money, and I'm just like, what is?
0: Happening? Alliteration. You know what's really funny is when I obviously I was homeschooled, as I say in every fucking episode. I mm-hmm. just can't shut up about it. Um, I The English curriculum that I used was called IEW, and I can't yeah. remember what it stands for, but it's an awesome curriculum, uh-huh. and the guy who teaches it is this dude named Andrew Poudois, and he was so fucking funny. It was videos and, like, uh-huh. a book that we would go through. Uh-huh. He was so hilarious that I straight up had a crush on him when I was in, like, middle school, high school. He's hilarious. Anyway, he... Was, was- he funny? Okay. <laughs> The curriculum is also amazing, and it gives you rules for writing papers. Like, you have to have certain openers, you have to, there's, like, words you're not allowed to use, and one of the requirements is in, like, each paragraph, or at least, you know, twice in a paper, there has to be alliteration, which is three of the same, at least three of the same... Uh, like first letter or sound in three words right next to each other. So oh, that's awesome! I'm okay. a huge fan of alliteration. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Okay. Anyway, I like that little fun. Snippet. I know. Props to Andrew Poudois. I still love you, but uh, think of something. I'm waiting for you to say. Oh, I digress. Peter, per- oh, I digress. <laughs> that's your catch line. Catch like phrase. It's, it's... It is yours, my friend. You say it. No. <laughs>
1: Am I the only one that says it? Yes. Mm -mm. Yes, that's why it's funny. I didn't realize I was the only one that said it.
0: (laughs) No, you're the only one that says it. (laughs) I thought this was a group joke, not a Dalman joke. (laughs) It's okay. It's still hilarious. Well, you digress. Uh, I do. I do <laughs> digress. I can take my Holy shit! Holy shit! I didn't know that you weren't self-aware. what is was self-awareness, <laughs> and we just had a conversation
1: with your brother and sister-in-law, I and I thought it was a group joke, not a Velma joke.
0: I'm gonna have a heart attack. That's so funny. I didn't know. I thought. I thought. Was... No, girl. <laughs> anyway, whatever okay, I'm just gonna buy you everything that says I digress on it. <laughs> I don't know if I know of it Forever. Whereas. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> I digress. I'm gonna commission Alyssa to make you a bleach t-shirt that just says I digress. <laughs> I digress. Okay. So, the Pope, John Paul II, and Archbishop Marcinkus, who is the head of the Vatican Bank, are secretly funneling money to a Polish anti-communist group. That's big news! It's big news! This group is the uh I wrote number one anti-communist movement in Poland. It's the number one anti-communist movement. Did I say anti? Yeah. Anti-communist movement in Poland. Yeah. And it's called Something in Polish.
1: I might be able to help you with this one. <laughs>
0: Solidarnish. Solidarnish. Solidarnish.
1: Uh, that last is going
0: to be a sk. Yeah.
1: So, I think it would be more like that. That's all I got for you because I don't know the rest. They don't have the. <laughs> the <laughs> I'm trying
0: to remember. Oh, yeah. They're more like yik. Solidarnuk. Something like that. Uh. So, anyway, they mm. sent about 200 million. From,
1: uh. And that's in the what, the 90s? 80s? Is the 80s. That's a lot of money. Yep, yeah.
0: yeah. so 200 million secretly f- got sent from the Vatican to this, um, political group.
1: <clears throat> you don't be sending, you can't, okay. You can't be sending money like that.
0: Then they right. track this Venmo shit. Well, so here, <laughs> <laughs> here's here's how they did it. They relied pretty... pretty blah, 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 blah. I can't even Venmo my weed dealer. I know, you have to say something secret.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, with this, they're, like, sending money over, I like, know. willy-nilly. Calm down, guys. Don't get me started on government sending
0: money places where they should be sending money. <laughs> oh, <that's fair>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go crazy again. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how they were doing this. Remember our boy, um, Roberto Calvi... The head of Banco Ambrosino yeah, or whatever, the, the one Italian. that's best used at the Pope. Yep, yep. So the Vatican relied pretty heavily on Roberto in this situation. He, um, uh, one of his side hustles was laundering crime money or like money for mob I was bosses.
1: Positive, you were gonna say lingerie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The Vatican invested heavily in Roberto's lingerie company. Uh (laughs) No, 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 no. Roberto, I mean, maybe they could say that. He Mm. was laundering money for them. He was laundering money for criminals. He was laundering money for the mafia. Um, That's a lot of laundry. He was doing a lot of laundry. (laughs) He was doing a lot of laundry. Maybe in lingerie. (laughs) Um, And I'm pretty sure he was also super Catholic. Yeah, because he was the head of the Mm. bank that was super Catholic. Anyway. So this is how they did it. I'm going to give you a presentation. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know if this will translate via podcast, but whatever. Maybe we'll post a picture. So, actually, probably not, because it's not that interesting. But I am going to explain it. So in the middle, we've got... uh, The bank. The bank. Bank Banco Ambrose, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. There are private investors giving money to the bank. There's the mafia giving money to the bank. And the bank then... Gives money to the Vatican. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm following my own arrows here. I don't yeah. remember this. So the bank takes all this money from the mafia, from private investors, and also from the Vatican, and gives it back to the Vatican. the Vatican, so the Vatican puts money in there, too? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So the, the money that the Vatican d- can't account for, they give to the bank. Mm-hmm. And the bank takes from all those three, mm-hmm. essentially, criminal sources... Yeah. <laughs> Gives it all back to the Vatican. The Vatican takes that money and puts it in shell companies. Um, in the Bahamas, specifically. Okay. And then those shell companies give money back to the Vatican. And that ended up, that sum ended up being about $500 million. Why is there an Total. arrow
1: going back to the mafia?
0: From the Vatican? No,
1: from the Blanco. Blanco.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> okay. The bank must have been giving some money back okay, to the Okay, so mafia. they were just transferring it all over the place. Yeah, it's okay. that's how money gets laundered. Yeah. Because it goes through all of these sources. Mm-hmm. But the key here is criminals to bank, to Vatican, to shell companies, and then redistributed back to everybody. When you say shell companies, like the gas shell? No, 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 no. Like Seashell. No. <laughs> like um, fake companies. So oh, really shell like a, a used
1: shell. Yes, Got it. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes.
0: Like sh- like a like a the sh- like a shell of a person. <laughs> I'm thinking a seashell. Company. No, oh, in so the cool. Bahamas. Well, that's why. I <laughs> <laughs> What's it You're like, damn. The beach industry is booming in the '80s. <laughs> Holy fuck! I didn't know that people had nothing to do. I. Uh, had problems with a shell company. LLCs, I think, are typically shell companies. When I bought my car, mm-hmm. it blew oh, yeah. up very shortly. It totally blew up very mm-hmm. shortly after I bought it, like in mm-hmm. the time of my little warranty. Mm-hmm. And I was literally gonna sue. <laughs> yeah, I was so mad. And I had to completely rebuild my engine, and it took me forever to get them to pay for it. Anyway, I went to see a lawyer, mm-hmm. and this is actually so fun because me and the lawyer totally vibed, and I he was not expecting to vibe with me for sure, but <laughs> it's just this random lawyer in Savannah that yeah. I was like, I need help with you know this kind of claim, and I got put in touch with this yeah. guy. He's this old white guy in this beautiful historic Savannah building. So I go in there, and I explain to him my problem, and he's like, that's fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, I know, help me, what can I do? He's like, well, let's do a little research. So he gets on his computer, I'm like, he's like telling me shit to Google on my phone, so me and him like tag team this little research project about this dealership that I bought my car from, and the company that owns the dealership. yeah. And the company that owned the company that owned the dealership ended up being some shady shell corporation. So we did all this funny research, and we were, like, having a blast. Oh, my God. At least I was. I have to assume he was, too, because I had so much fun. And we literally did this for, like, three hours in the afternoon. Uh And he only charged me for one hour of a consultation, which was, like, 50 bucks. That's amazing. (laughs) And so so what happened? Did you get the money? Basically, we came to the conclusion of, like, it's not going to be wise to try to sue them because they could basically keep moving their money around so that they Mm. would never have to pay. Mm. And when you get that kind of judgment, the judge will rule in my favor, or, like, would have ruled Mm. in my favor. Like, yeah, they need to pay, but there's no way for them to, like, force them to pay. Yeah. So the lawyer was like, it's not worth your time or your money like this just sucks and I'm like great so I basically just harassed the car dealership for like two months Uh I had done the same thing in fact the first time me and Fred hung out yeah uh, I literally picked him up from the airport and drove straight to the dealership Uh to talk to these fucking assholes Uh and they were like is that your dad This is my boyfriend. I was like, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's my boyfriend. He wasn't even my boyfriend yet. I was just like, go sit downstairs and act tough. And he was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, eventually they paid for half of the cost. And I it had been, like, fucking literally, like, three months. So I was like, whatever. I'm getting the fuck out of here anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. And anyway, I love my car. And fuck that dealership. <clears throat> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. All that bank stuff. Very complicated Mm -hmm. (laughs) LLCs Yeah Fuck them So Sabrina Monardi Mm -hmm. Remember the lover of the Yeah I really don't like saying lover I guess I should say girlfriend I don't like that Girlfriend Mm
1: -mm. I'd rather you say lover Well
0: we're at an impasse then
1: (laughs) The ex-partner
0: The former partner Former partner There we go (laughs) The artist formerly known as Sabrina (laughs) Monardi Oh, so this is just a little tidbit here. Uh, another thing that Sabrina had mentioned was that she used to literally carry, like, bags, uh, like Louis Vuitton bags filled with money to Marcinkus from Dupedus. Okay. The Mangliana boss. S- Oh, yeah, so we're still down this whole bank rabbit hole. Uh-huh. So in 1982, yep. so this is one year before the Pope is shot, four years before Emanuela is uh-huh. gone missing. So 1982-ish, <clears throat> uh, Banco um, blah, 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 blah goes bankrupt. Cavalli oh, vanishes, so this head guy who's doing all this money laundering uh-huh. vanishes Um, and there was billions of lire lost, and lire was the currency at the time, and I just thought that was cool, so I wanted to say it.
1: Oh, cute. But billions
0: of... Yeah, money. Money was lost. (laughs) No one could find Cavalli. They're like, where did this guy go? So then June 18th, uh, 1982, so this is a little while afterwards, there was a postal clerk walking on Blackfriars Bridge in London, Mm. which I feel like we've talked about that before. If we haven't or maybe there's Blackfriars Churchyard that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So Blackfriars Bridge in Uh London, this mail carrier's walking Uh and he sees a body hanging from the bridge. And it's a man in a suit. Um and it's Cavalli. (laughs) What? Right. So officials say that it was a suicide. Public. Yeah. There eventually was a forensic scientist named Angela Gallup who investigated the situation. And I'll talk about that in just a second. So the family was like, no way is that a suicide. He was a very firm Catholic oh. and Catholics don't... If, you can't you can't kill yourself. Yeah, you can't kill yourself. Um, You'll go to hell. Yeah. Which is not true. Uh, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I am... Wrong. I know, I know, I know. Oh my... That's why I said it. That's why I said it. Um, so the family hires this forensic scientist, Angela Gallup. Um, and Angela uh finds sixteen thousand or blah, blah, blah. maybe she didn't find this, but it was found that he had sixteen thousand dollars in cash in his pockets of various currencies. I don't think I wrote down which currencies, but it was like random currencies. It was like Italian, American, British, yeah. yada yada yada. Um There was large stones in his clothing, like, in his pockets, and, you know, in his, whatever, in his clothing. Like rocks, so, like, if he fell, he would sink. Yep, yep, yep. They weren't huge, but, like, big enough to party. Yeah. So, Angela did a reenactment and tried to, like figure out mm. him crawling up this cuz there was like only a very specific way to reach the spot that he was at unless you had like come by boat he would have had to like crawl down all these places and up the scaffolding mm. with the stuff in his pockets with all the stuff the in his pockets right exactly so they reenacted the situation with a dude in with like mm. similar build and yeah. blah 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 and and any of the like scuffs or mm. marks on the reenactment guys mm. Clothes and body were not found on Cavalli. So they're like, yeah, he definitely didn't climb up here. Like, somebody put him here. Yeah. So uh, they ruled out suicide. And they were like, well, how long was he there a for? a homicide. I don't know. Okay. Not long. Okay. Probably, like, overnight. Immediately, how long morning. was he dead, I guess, was my question. I don't know.
1: Like, is that what killed him? I think so. Okay.
0: Sorry, I don't have that image. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, it was definitely ruled a murder. Angela said um, that it was very calculated. Um, it was very intentional, and then it was staged. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were trying... Whoever killed this guy was trying to send a message. Yeah. Um, so, they were like, why did they use Blackfriars Bridge? It Does all the money point to the... Um, uh the scandal with his bank because mm-hmm. he had all that cash on him. Yeah. Was he put on Blackfriars Bridge to nod at the Vatican because yeah. the Black Blackfriars were a branch of Catholicism. Oh shoot. Yeah. Um uh there was something that kind of you know And that's made them far think, away from the yeah, Vatican. yeah 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 so like what the hell? Um and I have written down here direct connection to Emanuela oh because we're dealing with the Vatican and mm-hmm. all these other so like I don't know why I wrote that down because this happened beforehand. Oh, this is this whole situation is why the Vatican owed DiPettis money. Because they lost billions of dollars. The bankruptcy,
1: yep. Yes. And then So
0: Cavalli, who was the Vatican's guy, uh-huh. loses all this money and then Is murdered. Yep, and the mafia is like, "Where's our fucking money?" Mm -hmm. So they kidnap a Vatican girl. Okay, so that's why I told you that whole story. Got it. Okay, (laughs) I totally forgot. Okay, so that is the the connection to Annabella. There is, you know, a red string that you can follow. And you know the main message being, give us back our money from yeah. the mafia mm-hmm. to the Vatican, mm-hmm. and killing even killing Cavalli mm-hmm. is an attack on the Vatican. Yeah, or could be seen as, as an attack. A, can, on the Vatican. An attack, yeah. I'm speculating, but who load? Okay, we're getting there. All right, so I keep <laughs> I keep writing Pope J P, and, and thinking it's thinking VP. it's U P or i P. I'm like Pope up. <laughs> There's, pop, like, so many pop <laughs> up? Pop up? <laughs> pop up? A pull up? <laughs> pull ups for roll ups. <laughs> Nom I had a neighbor, uh, when I was a kid named JP.
1: I knew somebody named JP, Jean-Pierre.
0: I don't know what the JP I knew was. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my grandma always called yeah. him PJ. <laughs>
1: I like that. That's cute.
0: PJ's here.
1: Oh, that's funny. That's so funny.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I have so many little anecdotes. Here. <laughs> this episode, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> so f- fast forward, we you know we were just in 1982 ish talking about this Cavalli guy. So we're gonna jump back to the day that Emanuela was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, so that day, uh, Pope John Paul, that oh that was the day that Pope John Paul had the second. I don't know if it's important mm-hmm. for me to say the second or not. At this point, I think people know. Okay, so. The day Emmanuel was taken was the day that the Pope had arrived to his home in Poland uh-huh. um, to be celebrated. I don't know what that means, but that's what I wrote. <laughs> so, yeah, like, when you go back like, to your hometown, you yeah. like, Hey, the um, Pope here. The Pope here, yeah, yeah. It's my, this is my homeland. Um, hope from the Pope. Hope from the Pope. Especially to Poland, because they were dealing with the Soviet Union at the yeah. time, so he was also going there to kind of, like, yeah, you know, be anti-communist. Yeah. Which, props. So it was a speculation. Here's I'm going to tell you a speculation I have written down. You guys, I'm cutting out all of this, but it took me forever to figure out what the hell I was talking about here because I wrote these notes two weeks ago. (laughs) So uh, another kind of, like, reason Mm -hmm. that the mafia could be tied, or that substantiates uh, Sabrina's claims that the mafia is tied to this situation is the fact that she was taken on the day that the Pope went back to Poland Uh to, you know, be celebrated, to Uh be around this political group, remember? Um, and the reason they took the Vatican girl was to be like, hey, we know that you used our money Uh to fund this political group because the Pope did use mafia money to fund this political group. You know, he said $200 million. So they're like, hey, you need to give us our money back. Like, we know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, so under, back. speculation. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> speculation. Okay, now we're gonna go for another wild ride. <laughs> okay,
1: are buckle you ready? In. <laughs> uh, buckle in, baby.
0: This is, and then this is the last wild ride we're gonna go on, and then I'm gonna leave you on a cliff, on probably the biggest cliffhanger for this.
1: I feel like last one was a big cliffhanger. I know
0: this one's much, much more significant.
1: Do you remember? Okay, I'm about to go on an antidote. I don't even remember what show this was, but there was. it was like, PBS, something like that. Cliff hanger, hanging yes. from a cliff, from between the lions. Yeah, yes. I remember that. I'm like, I don't remember what the show was, but I, I remember can
0: see, cliff. I can see in my brain mm-hmm. the guy hanging off the cliff. That's yes. so funny. Sorry, yeah, I totally remember. That's hilarious. That's that's an unlocked memory. Okay. So now we're going to jump forward to 2013. Oh, that's a good one. I know. I like that. That was a good time travel. Yep. So it's 2013 and a new witness steps forward in April. And his name is Marco Accetti, And he's a crazy person, in my opinion. In my opinion. But we'll come back around to that. So Marco Accetti says the bando del the Bando de La whatever. Marco says that Mangliana, the bot the mob.
1: <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> I know
0: how to speak English most of the time. Rolling rolling rolling. Oh <laughs> we went two different directions. <laughs> okay. But yep. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut all that out. <coughs> I no, I like we went in two different directions. So Marco says the Mangliana Bob, huh? Polo. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's your so soul sad. dying. That was. Ex- I'm getting frustrated with myself. I'm so sorry, that I don't help when I'm you like... You definitely don't help. It's so hard for me not to get derailed. It's not my fault, but I do not help. <laughs> okay, you're my co-pilot here, I so... Know. Marco Accetti, this new witness, says that the Mangliana mob were not the only ones involved. He said that the Vatican also had a hand in this situation. Uh, hey Marco, when he came forward, he uh contacted a reporter named Fiori...
1: Guy Fiori?
0: Guy Fieri. I love Guy Fieri. So Marco contacts a reporter named Fiori de Rienzo. Um, and Marco says to go to the De Laurentiis Film Studio, which is like a important film studio in Italy, in Rome specifically. Go to the De Laurentiis film studio warehouse. So like where they keep all ah! <laughs> Where they keep all oh my gosh. Dude, <laughs> holy fuck. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll light it. <laughs> I dropped it the first time. Marco goes to sorry guys. Marco goes to a reporter named Fiori Di Di Rienzo. Marco says to Oh I already saw all this. I'm sorry y'all. So, Fiori goes to De Laurentiis Film Studio, he goes to their warehouses, and he searches them. And there's, like, video of him searching this place, and it's very creepy, eerie, old things, cobwebs. And there's no clues. You know, Marco has not given him any other information other than, go look in this warehouse. So, eventually they find something, and it's this kind of box that's open on the top, and in it is something wrapped up in newspaper. So... Fiori takes this item and goes straight to the Orlandi home to open it, and there is a recording of him opening it as well. Um, And what it turns out to be is a case for a musical instrument, and inside that is a flute and its trappings. So the Orlandi family immediately is like, that's Immanuela's flute. Um, Oh my god, it was even missing the cleaning rod. Because one of the younger sisters always, like, held on to it and used it and still had it. So they knew that the one that Emanuela had was missing the cleaning rod, and so did this one. How the hell did that... Like, how? Holy yeah.
1: Jesus. So... I just, that
0: almost sounds like a scary movie. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. This keeps going out.
1: I know. I don't know what I did with rolling these, but all of them keep going out on me. This is a me problem. I don't
0: know... So, Fiori, this reporter, obviously wants to. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's really me. H- hilarious. Hi! <laughs> I'm <laughs> the problem, it's me. Whenever you want to smoke more, I'll you Okay. Light it again. God damn it. <laughs> you light it again. Okay. So, Fiori wants to meet up with Marco, obviously, okay. to figure out what the heck is going on. And mm-hmm. Marco is a very shysty guy. I think there was a whole turnaround. Um. When Fiori was trying to meet up with him. Like, mm-hmm. go to this place and call this number and let it ring four times. And then oh, yeah. somebody, like, came out and like a, brought like him back movie. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very theatrical. Yeah. Yes, very theatrical. Um. So Marco goes on to say, y'all have been following the wrong stories. I'm the American. So he's saying, I'm the one who is calling. Which just... Stay with me here. <laughs> stay okay. with me. I know it sounds absolutely preposterous, but stay with me a little bit. So he says, I'm the American. I'm the one who's been calling. I'm the mastermind behind the entire Orlandi, uh, Emmanuel Orlandi operation. Um, he said, I kidnapped her. And I the way I got her to come with me was I told her that her father was in financial trouble with the Vatican. And that, like, by you coming with me, it'll, I don't know, he said it was going to help in some way, or, like, put pressure on the Vatican to, like, not hold her father to these financial, these supposed financial expectations. And he was saying something about it being a fake kidnapping that kind of ended up turning into a real kidnapping, but he also said that... He was part of this organization that worked for the Vatican, and I'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, so he's recounting of the time that he supposedly spent with Emanuela. He says, oh, the first couple nights um, we would take walks through the city. She just wore a wig that had fringe. um, And he's like, oh, we went and got ice cream, da-da-da-da-da, which, like... You, literally all of Rome was looking for her from, like, day one. So, like, no, you did not go walk around with this missing girl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this organization that Marco claims to be part of, he... Well, so a little little insight on the Vatican. Um, it's broken up into different, like, sections, I guess, or divisions. Mm-hmm. So the Vatican is not, like two big cogs moving together it's like lots of little cogs that like make some big cogs move okay does that make sense so there's all these other little departments that are kind of low-key doing their own things <laughs> and in one of the documentaries i saw they gave a really good explanation of it and now i can't remember. <laughs> Explanation was and I'm really mad that I didn't write it down. But anyway. (laughs) So he's saying I'm with this organization that works with and for Vatican priests in a clandestine way. So basically we're like the people who do the dirty work for priests, I guess, which the Vatican. And uh, one of these reporters that was big on this case that we had talked about in the last episode, Andreas something or other, he began calling this organization the Ganglion. <clears throat> and I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I didn't look it up. But that's what they referred to Marco's organization as. Okay. Marco's claimed organization. Okay. Alleged or whatever. So Marco's group was supposedly tasked with or took it upon themselves to try to aid in the... Mm-hmm. Bringing Russia back to the Catholic Church, and they decided that the best way to bring the church back into power in the Soviet Union, which was also John Paul's, John Paul II's goal, was through dialogue versus like um, physical action. Okay. <clears throat> so by 1983, Marco's group was having problems. Um, especially because of the Agcha situation, because he Uh was just saying so many random things. Right. So they wanted to silence Agcha. So they're like, we've got all these specific goals. How do we meet them? Emanuela helps check off some of those boxes. Right. She's from the Vatican State. She's there to put pressure on the Pope Mm -hmm. to give his blessing to release Agcha. Mm -hmm. And it sends a message to the Pope. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Or it helps the Pope. Anyway, just a weird, just right. what are you doing? What are you right. why are you, what are you doing? So around this time, um, I believe May 7th, yeah, May 7th, 18, 1918, yes. 1983, which is like a couple months before Emanuela is taken, there is a Roman girl that goes missing, and she's also 16, so she's right around the same age as Emanuela, and her name is Mirella uh, Mirella Gregory. <coughs> Sorry. Her name is Mirella Gregory. She was taken from her home, essentially. How her sister reports it is uh, Mirella went to answer the buzzer, you know, at like the front door of apartments, there's a buzzer. So she goes and answers the buzzer phone and goes back to her sister and says, oh, it's my friend from school. I'm going to go talk to her. I'll be back in like 10 minutes. And then she never came back.
1: why is that one not really reported on but this one was probably because the Vatican yeah guess.
0: the yeah Emmanuel was so big because she mm. was I think the she's the only girl that had ever been kidnapped from the, the Vatican, Vatican State yeah. so Marco says Marco Eetti this guy that was claims you know this crazy guy he claims that he is the one who took me out can't talk me Gregory And says that he used the same tactics to lure her in, saying that her father was in financial trouble. Mm -hmm. The family owned a bar. Okay. So he was saying that they... That he was in financial trouble and that somehow her going with them would help. Okay. I don't know how he got around about to that, but, you know, what do you do when you're 16? So weeks later, the American calls the bar that is owned by Mirella's family and... Uh, describes Mirella's outfit. So everything, everything that she was wearing the day that she went missing, Marco was able to describe. And like list list off, like the brand name, like what it is, so on and so forth.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. So
0: Marco claims uh, that this whole operation to bring... The Soviet Union, backed into the fold of the Catholic Church, needed an Italian girl, an Italian citizen, to put pressure on the Italian president, at the time, I don't know what his name was, and then a Vatican girl to put pressure on the Pope, like I, like I was saying before, to get them both, so both of those leaderships to check off on the release of Akcha. As much as I think this is very
1: sad, and I do think that missing persons cases are underreported, what makes you think that the kidnapping of one person in the country the size of Italy is going to make somebody release a prisoner?
0: Right. It's all, yeah, it's, this whole situation is so crazy. Bizarre! Just wait till the end. Okay. (laughs) Just wait till the end. It gets so much crazier somehow. Um, so, fast forward, September 8th, the American sends a letter to Mirella's family, uh, telling Morella's mother that she needs to appeal to the Italian president. Um, and then, I'm pretty sure the Italian president said something about the situation, and also the Pope, you remember, had appealed a couple mm. times. And then... <laughs> yeah. Next...
1: Next... Next crazy. Next thing,
0: uh, Pietro, who is Emmanuel's brother meets with Marco to interview him on TV. On TV. In 2013. Or in
1: 1982.
0: Had to have been in 2013. Okay. Yes, in 2013. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, Holy shit. Okay. Yep. So, obviously, it's a very tense situation. Um, and, yeah. 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 Marco's super weird. You should actually watch the documentary on Netflix that I watched, Mm -hmm. he is so fucking weird. Okay. He's so fucking weird. And we'll get into that in a little Mm -hmm. bit. Anyway, he's very vague, answering Pietro's questions. Uh, He's, like, giving these kind of weird, shady answers. You know, you're kind of looking at this guy, and he is saying things as if he's saying important things, but it's just a whole bunch of baloney. Yeah. Yeah. Like, trying to meet the word count on an essay. So, Pietro traps Marco by asking about a specific detail that the American had said to the family that had never been released Uh um, to the public, and Marco could not bring forth that information. He was like, I can't remember, like, how do you expect me to remember, like... A phone conversation from so long ago, da, 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 da. but what the piece of information was was that Emanuela had like hurt her arm or her wrist, mm-hmm. and it was a significant enough piece of information mm-hmm. that it like wouldn't have been forgotten because yeah. it needed doctor care.
1: Oh shoot!
0: Right. Okay. So basically, it turns out that Marco Accetti is a total psycho. Um, he had lots of. Uh, he had a large criminal record. Yeah. He had lots of affiliation, of, like, shady affiliu- affiliation with very young girls. Eww. He was convicted of um, the manslaughter of a 12-year-old girl. And he was evaluated by a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever. And the guy, the doctor said that he had narcissistic histrionic personality disorder and a dash of psychopathy. So, this is a crazy narcissist guy. Mm. Um, he did have a lot of interesting information. Like, the flute is crazy. Like, where the hell did that come from? Like, how did he know that was there? So, there were pieces... He had enough tidbits to be like, okay, he knows something, but what does he really know? Like, is he really involved with both of these cases? You know, back and forth. Um... That's bizarre to me. Right. So, Margot's then begins saying, oh, you don't believe me? Like, get um, a voice analyst and listen to the recordings of me mm-hmm. now and listen to the recordings of the American. So, they did just that. And it didn't match. Well, it turns out there were two the Americans. So. Oops. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The first caller who was identified as the American uh, was in July and only ever mentions Emanuela. Remember, the other ones started talking. Oh, oh. Wait. oh the other ones were then, be- or the other American began saying, oh, there's two girls yeah. that I have. So the, uh, yep, yep, yep. So the very first, the American caller that the Orlandi family received only mentioned Emanuela. So the next the American was from September to December and this was confirmed from these audio experts to be Marco. They're like, "Yep, that sounds like him." Oh shoot. Yep. And the second American refers to Mirella a lot. Um so basically they're saying, "Well, maybe he played a real role in the kidnapping of Mirella, but not at all with Emanuela or, you know, you know, maybe he was involved in this somehow, but we can't know how to what extent he was involved.
1: Well, she was
0: transferred
1: from person to person, right? So maybe at some point, like, he was in her, she was in his care, maybe that.
0: And somehow he came by the flute, yeah. So maybe he knew was adjacent mm-hmm. to this, yeah. Um, either yep. way, it caused. The whole situation caused a lot of damage to both of the cases, because yeah. it made things a lot more difficult to figure yeah. out.
1: And then, who did they determine the first American was?
0: We don't know. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's no knowing. No knowing. <clears throat> so, you know, all of this stuff with Marco obviously falls through. So they turn their attention, the authorities turn their attention back to Sabrina Menardi.
1: hmm Was there any connection between the mafia boss, her ex, and Marco?
0: I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. His whole situation was, I work for a shadow group that works for the Vatican. Yeah. And this was all to put pressure on, or all to get to the Soviet Union yeah. somehow. Yeah. I think he was going to kill Agja or something. Okay. Um, so I'm about to get to the cliffhanger here. Oh, Jesus. And the last big uh, wave in this case, I suppose you could say, was Emanuela's, uh, a woman came forward claiming to be Emanuela's best friend from when she was in high school. She speaks up and says, a few days before her kidnapping, Emanuela called her and said, "Uh, I have something I have to tell you. I have to talk to you about something. um, You know, I have a secret. So Emanuela goes on to say that she was on a walk in the Vatican Gardens by herself, which she, I believe, did regularly, and was approached by somebody close to the Pope um, in a sexual manner and was bothered and, you know, by somebody close to the Pope in a sexual manner.
1: Oh, my God. Yep.
0: That's where I'm going to leave you off. So, oh,
1: hold on. <laughs> How reliable is this best friend? When did she come forward? 2013? Why did she not I, say anything before? I, I
0: don't know exactly yet, but she has never given her name. She's never released, like, what she looks like. Every recording I've seen, she, like, has a voice cover. Stop it. Because she's afraid. She's afraid. She's, like, literally accusing the Vatican of sexually assaulting a teenage girl. And then taking her out from keeping her shut. Yes. Not shut. And then kidnapping her and disposing of her. And oh. like lying about it blatantly. Whoa <laughs> So okay. We'll get into that next week. Hopefully next week. Oh god Next week, yeah. We'll do it next week. Alright,
1: well, hey, um and we'll finish the reefer <laughs> review next week as well. Yep. Still smoking the same stuff, so keep coming back. Keep
0: coming back. That was I'm my mind is completely blown. Isn't Life that crazy? Is... That just the all of the and like there's just so much insanity. There's just so many moving case. parts. Yeah. The Vatican man.
1: The scary. Yeah. I uh I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> whole situation. Like I've got my own opinions because I grew up I grew up pretty Catholic. And uh I would just say that I grew up like Diet Catholic. So like yeah, <laughs> I I went to church every Sunday, but like my my family all went to like Catholic school. Luckily, I really didn't have to do that when I was older. I went to public school. Um, but it's just, there's just no words for this kind of stuff when it comes to the real, because they manipulate these people right by the word of something that they look up to.
0: Right. Any any, any massively large organization that's been around for thousands of years or mm-hmm. whatever is going to have problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's just statistics, baby. Yeah. <laughs> They're going get... to be up to something. Right.
1: And this is just... I'm really interested to see where this goes.
0: Yeah. Me too, because I can't remember what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to end up watching the... Uh, thing before next week. Yes,
0: because there was even stuff mm-hmm. I couldn't quite fit in here because yeah. I knew this was going to be so much information. Oh so. my god, I'm
1: so excited. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, hey, where can they find us?
0: Oh, yeah. Y'all can find us on Instagram at Pot underscore pod and I guess we are on Facebook, but I don't quite know how to get there yet. Facebook.com slash stirthepot Dot period
1: dv. Yep. yep, 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 yep. Dot dv. Yep. that's the one. I don't love it. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> so Instagram is where we're the most active. Velma runs it. Uh-huh. It's amazing. There's lots of cool little tidbits on there. I'm a guest. Yes, you do amazing. um if You yeah. want some stickers? Reach out to me. I'll send you some stickers. Yeah, we've got stickers. If you want some, we're gonna start a selling DM. some
1: stuff soon here. Yeah, if we can get our lives together enough. <laughs> it's that Un- unlikely. <laughs> unlikely, um, but we've been making a lot of stuff, and maybe yes. I'll even post it on Instagram. And if you guys want anything, yeah, message me.
0: Totally. Yeah, so, we do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to close this out. And if anybody can think of anything clever to say to close this Instagram out, we'll send you a bo- a, a random box of stuff for free. Because I can't think of anything. <laughs> Neither can Velma. Nope. And yeah. whoever have been sitting here for a best. long time. Yeah. yeah.
1: You can never think of the best one. <laughs> we'll use it on the next episode and we'll send you some free shit. Stuff.
0: I guess we would Yeah, we'll say it on the next episode yeah. and we'll say the name of your choosing. Yep. Anyway, stay so dangerous. Com- comment
1: oh. on this or comment on Instagram. Yep.
0: Stay dangerous. Goodbye. How do I? God dang it.